This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With me, Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, boo Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast. I'm Dylan Hafer, and I'm excited to be joined by a new guest today. She is a friend of mine, a content creator, always doing all the fun Bravo stuff online. Please welcome Abby Bonadies. Yay! Hi everyone. Hi Dylan. Hi, I'm so happy we finally got you in the studio. There's lots going on, lots to talk about. I I want to start by just getting a little sense for, for the people who maybe don't know like what you do. What is your Bravo background and like what are some of your favorite shows and your favorite like things to talk about in general? For sure. So I am a content creator on the side and I love talking about all things pop culture, reality, entertainment, but my forte is certainly Bravo. Um, just as like a super fan, like everyone else's, I assume, listening to this podcast. Uh, but my favorite Bravo shows are definitely Summer House, Vanderpump Rules. I am new into the below deck fandom, oh but of course, all <laughs> things Housewives, Jersey, New York, Legacy, and Current. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Beverly Hills, all the usuals. Right. But, what yeah. was your first, what was your like entry point into the Bravo universe? Do you even remember? Yeah. Real Housewives of New York. Okay. Same. Yeah. Same. Which just like, it makes sense. We live here. We can like relate. We love it. It's just... It is what it is. It's, it's iconic. Funny. It's funny because like, <laughs> yes, but also I started watching Real Housewives of New York like three months after I moved here and I was like, truly had no idea what was going on. And so it's it's Literally. funny now when I'm like, oh yeah, like I, I don't, yeah, I recognize that place. And it's right, like, Right, you wow. like go back and watch and you're like, oh, they're at Brass Monkey. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> there are some moments, especially in those early seasons where it's like, oh, we're like kind of down and dirty in New York right now. 100%. <laughs> um, and then, you know, it gets a little more Upper East Side, Regency, all the good things. And then here we are today. I know. I'm rewatching season one right now and recapping it and it, it truly is like the first episode, they don't even interact with each other. They're just like hanging out at their own houses talking about society. Literally, it started as like a documentary about <laughs> literal housewives besides Bethany. I know we've come so far. I'm I'm curious. The last time I saw you, I think, was at the premiere party for the new Real yes, Housewives of New that York. That was so much fun. Now, like a month later, how are how are you enjoying the new season? I'm loving it. Honestly, it's just like so refreshing. I know you've had a few of them on and I've listened, of course, but um, it's just feels like light and fun and easy to watch and just like something I think we all needed as yeah. a refresh. I agree. And I think every week so far, it's been like five episodes, I think. It feels like we're settling a little more and more into the housewife rhythms of like hundred percent yeah like we're gonna meet up for coffee and have this like wildly disjointed conversation about the misunderstanding that we had and nothing is going to be resolved and i'm like 
perfect. Perfect. That's exactly <laughs> what we came here for. We came here for that, fighting over rooms, making fun of people's houses and neighborhoods. Like, we are here for right, that. Right, like the hosting, <laughs> uh, the hosting skills or lack thereof that people have. It's, it is like, I think at first I understand there was like a little bit of questioning of like, who are these women? What are they doing right, with like, this? And why it's like, are they together? How did they yeah. pick them? But I think it makes sense. Like, yes, we do like when the housewives are like friends already, mm. but it's kind of cool to see like a real mix of like representative, cool, younger New York people like with careers doing their thing. Yeah. And it's just like fun. Well, I think a lot of the, a lot of the housewives friendships that we think of are people who didn't really know each other before they were on TV totally. or maybe were acquaintances, but like this is a thing. It's not like we've never built a friendship on a show before. Literally, that's why we live for this show, because they build them and then they break them down and they build them up again and we get to watch it. Oh, my God. Um, speaking of, I know you also listened to Bethany's interview with Rachel. I'm, I did. I'm trying to really call her Rachel now. Me too. Because I'm like, she wants to be called Rachel, apparently. And it's her name. And it's her name. <laughs> so, so fine. It's still, sometimes I'll be like, right. Like, it, it's very ingrained in me that it's Raquel, but I'm like, with Rachel. Rachel it is. She's uh, Rachel now. She's a plain girl. Not Got nothing going on. She's just Rachel. She tells us herself, she and Ariana were just acquaintances before they were on TV together. Exactly. And honestly, they were never even that close. They Sheena, never even who's that? that? Close. Sheena, who? We just didn't even hang out off camera. Only Tom invited me to hang out. Yeah. But yeah, I listened. What was your first reaction? Not when you listened, but when you like saw that this happened. Um, this morning when I woke up and saw that photo of them on the couch, oh and I was like, ah, um, I was like one, of course, Bethany did this and two, why now it's kind of like they're in the middle of filming. She's been at her treatment wellness center. And like, if she doesn't want to be in the spotlight, what else does she have to say? Right. Yeah. I think that was, that was kind of my biggest actual like wrinkle with it is like right. obviously there were specifics that I'm like what right we're doing this with Bethany but, we're doing this now she's never even watched like coming out of it I so apparently according this afternoon to Entertainment Tonight it's gonna be three parts no. this is what I saw on social media that it, the three parts are maybe gonna come out like this week like today tomorrow and Friday which I just simply oh, I'm like we have dare, our work how cut dare out you for do this us. to me <laughs> but like. I mean, we'll see after part three if I make it that far. Like, Godspeed to me and everyone else listening. hundred percent. Like, I mean, we have to. But it's like, what's the point? Right. Like, I actually don't feel like there's even that much more we can cover. Unless there's going to be, like, some more, like, groundbreaking stuff she hasn't talked about. I feel like everything she talked about, we've talked about. Yeah. And I don't really need more of, like... Bethany as fake therapist to Rachel of like, <laughs> of like, because Rachel has clearly been to a lot of therapy in the last few months. That's and all she's been doing. <laughs> right, like 90 days Literally. of therapy. She actually ordered extra days of it. <laughs> it is, it is like, I would, I, you know, this, I feel like it's not really that big of a deal. Like what the specifics of the pr program place that she was at, yeah. but it is kind of like, what did this 90 days really look like? Right. Like I actually would listen to part two if it was all about that. And she tells us <laughs> well, like, what did like, I do? Who could I talk to? She clearly was like in therapy. A big part of what she wanted was just like to get away. But I'm like, so this is like the spa for 90 days. <laughs> yeah, pretty much wellness and whatever she's calling it. A, I don't know. Did you ever watch Veep? Of course. When, when <laughs> Selena has her like mental episode oh, in one of the seasons and she's like, I was at 
the spa. The spa. <laughs> Literally, that's what this was. And like, because Sandoval went to one too for like five right. minutes. And he was like, mine was much more of a spa. Hers is a real treatment center. And it's like, it's not really seeming like that. Sandoval was like, <laughs> I had to get back to filming right away. Yeah, he's like, I have a check to get. Yeah. And I guess uh, Rachel does too, according to herself, that she did not get. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I guess I'm. I'm really at peace with her not being on the show next me season. Me too. Like, there's one. Sm- there's like a small part of me that's like, would have liked to see it. But then also, it's like I don't. I don't need to see these people like rebuild a relationship with her. So a hundred percent. Apparently, they never really had one. <laughs> right. Apparently, they were just show acquaintances. So who cares? But I agree. Like, I don't think. I mean. I know this like scan of all for like mm-hmm. people who aren't as obsessed with Bravo and reality TV as we are was like the biggest thing ever and like made people watch a show from the beginning. And I love that. And I appreciate that. And people understanding why we're so obsessed, but like we have seen many villains come and go. Yeah. Like I'm kind of good with her not coming back. It's right. fine. Right. And like, do I think that she is forever going to be seen as a reality TV villain? Yes. Because that's how this works but also i'm like i don't think she's like the most evil person that's ever lived on the planet i just think she's like not a great friend she was not a great friend she was like kind of boring in the beginning she made herself a little less boring by being so scandalous she's like you know you get paid based on performance i'm like that's it that's called having a job anywhere (laughs) literally have you ever worked anywhere ever besides a pageant she's like bethany bethany comes her crying she's like did you know they pay us based on performance bethany who's like miss celebrity apprentice talks yeah, about like, how much her interns get paid that's not actually the exploitative part <laughs> that they pay you based on like how good of a job you do right duh that's what we're here to do at all jobs there but. also was so bethany made a comment that um she thought rachel made less than her interns in a year and then it came out on tmz today that oh i saw she that. allegedly made like 450 or 650k on last season and so it's like bethany please yeah it's like okay well now we know how lucky your interns are but like really you need to make that little jab in there i have my (laughs) i have my soft spot for bethany but she sure knows how to grind my gears i know (laughs) i the idea of reality tv villains is um is kind of appropriate right now because there's this show that was announced this week called house of villains yes that's going to be on e in october and the the like log line of it is E is assembling the most iconic cast of reality TV baddies for some cutthroat competition on the new series House of Villains and the cast it's Jax is the only Bravo person which, which like, is shocking but tough tough for me as yeah. somebody who like doesn't give a shit about a lot of these franchises agreed but the, the full cast I'll just read it is um, Jax Taylor Omarosa from The Apprentice Corinne Olympias from The Bachelor Tiffany Pollard Johnny Bananas Anfisa from 90 Day Fiance that I don't know anything about I don't about. know anything um, Shake from Love is Blind, Johnny oh. Fairplay from Survivor, Bobby Lights from Love and Hip Hop Miami, and Tanisha, famously from the Bad Girls Club. I mean, <laughs> sure. Sure. I'm I, tuned in. Consider me tuned in. But agreed, like, I feel like the baddies of reality TV, like, we could probably make a stronger list. It's so funny <laughs> because there, I don't know if you ever were in the Bad Girls Club, like, headspace i wasn't but like i could get there so bad girls club was on forever and then it ended and then on zeus the like the network where all these girlies go they've done this like essentially bad girls club all-stars show that's that's called baddies and it's like it's like tanisha and natalie nunn and then like 
their crew of Bad right. Girls Club alums. And so I'm like, okay, like, I don't know if this is like the same vibe as that. Like, Jax Taylor and Corinne doesn't really give me the same. It does not. <laughs> and I'm so curious because like now I'm in my like claim to fame traders era where like yeah. I just love watching realities and like stars on Mars. I love watching them just compete against each other and be thrown into this like random pit of competition. So I'm wondering if this House of Villain show is going to be like competition based or if we're like real world vibes. I am. I think it is a comp. It is a competition. Oh, and the, the prize is $200,000, which like we know Jax needs it. I think they all probably, <laughs> they probably could use it. it. It's like, I'm more, I'm more intimately aware of Jax needing it, but I'm yes. sure they all could. Yeah. I would assume Corinne. I don't know about Amorosa, but we'll see. I mean, I don't know. Amorosa didn't last that long in the Trump no. White House. So maybe she like, wrote a book or something. <laughs> Yeah. She this, could use it. Yeah. So, okay. So you are definitely more into these types of shows 100%. than I am. And I think it's interesting. We've kind of, there's a real wave of them happening right yeah. now. These like reality TV mashups, like you said, the traders stars on Mars, which Portia and Tom Schwartz were yeah, on. So good. The goat is coming out later this year. And oh, this what's is that one. It's an Amazon freebie show hosted by Daniel Tosh. Oh. And it's <laughs> Jill Zarin. Reza Farahan, sold. Kristen Doty, <laughs> sold. Um, Tasha and Grocery Store Joe from The Bachelor. It's like all different, like Wendell from Survivor, maybe. Yeah, and it's like all different. What I, are we doing? Jill talked to me about it a couple months oh my ago God. when I saw her, and she was like, "It's going to be amazing." And I'm like, "Sure." Uh, everything Jill's there touches <laughs> is amazing. So she's I'm like, it's in. The, she's like, it's the best cast ever. Like. Okay. Grocery store Joe, best <laughs> cast ever. Um, well done. Consider me watching it. But I love these shows. I just like, because I grew up like Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. All that has been like my favorite because I love pop culture and I love like competition game shows. So it just is perfect for me. These shows, I I feel like Dancing with the Stars and like The Masked Singer. It's like these are these are even more of like super easy to cast because you're not, there's no idea that you're getting like real celebrities right it's just like no 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 no. we need eight people who have been on any reality any show. show it could be one episode and right. they need to be on it yeah i totally agree i think that like <laughs> these are fairly easy to cast and that's why there's so many they can do but claim to fame is kind of like i'm really vibing with it and i hope that like the next season there can be someone that is Bravo adjacent. So more of the Bravo people can understand how yeah. good it is. is claim, okay, so the only clip I've ever seen of Claim to Fame was Tom Hanks' niece that was on earlier this season. Well, who, she needs to be on Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> that was the most amazing meltdown I've ever it seen. It needs to be a two-way street between Bravo and Claim to Fame. 100%. So, like, are the Bravo people famous enough to be the, the Claim to Fame? Though? That's a good question. Like, if we're talking Kathy Hilton, okay. yes. Okay. But I would say, like, just being famous from Bravo, probably not just yet. Right. If you're like Gina Kirschenheider's <laughs> brother-in-law, Cousin, yeah, <laughs> not quite making the cut. Right. Like, it's it's one of those things where it's like, no, the answer has to be something that people at least could guess. Could guess. <laughs> like a regular person could know about in the celebrity world. But they yeah. have some pretty big names on there. But exactly, we'll see. Well, because they're not like they don't have the people. They don't have the people. Except Kevin and Frankie Jonas, who host. Yeah. 
Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology, so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they are the only shapewear that won't ever roll down, no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash MIA. When talking about effective shapewear, Honey Love's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering the perfect amount of compression. You won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear, thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. The weather is getting warmer, so it's time to ditch those jackets and sweaters for shorts and tees. I used to waste my money on clothes that would only last one season. That was until I found Quince. Now I've got high quality pieces that never go out of style that I'll be wearing year after year. Now that it's getting warmer, I just stocked up on the Quince Cotton Modal t-shirts. I love a black t-shirt that's the right balance of looking really nice, but feeling really comfortable. It's 50% cotton, 50% modal. It's lightweight. It's breathable. It has a little stretch to it, but it looks so put together. I also just stocked up on more of my favorite Quince socks because let's be honest, I am at the point in my life where I don't need to have any socks in my closet that have holes in them. I'm getting the Quince ones that are going to last me a long time. They're just the perfect staple to have in your wardrobe. Quince has all the seasonal must-haves like 100% European linen shirts from $30, performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Plus, they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, which I just love. Upgrade your wardrobe today. Go to quince.com mention for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's q-u-i-n-c-e dot mention to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com mention. Okay, Kevin Jonas. Speaking, Kevin, of, speaking of Kevin Jonas, so please. <laughs> you were at both nights, correct? Of I was. Jonas Brothers at Yankee Stadium this past weekend. And you you met Kevin and asked about his New, Jer- <laughs> New Jersey career. I had to ask for all of the people out there. I had my moment with Kevin and I'm like, how could I not ask him about being Kathy Wakili's contractor while the Jonas Brothers were on hiatus in Real Housewives of New Jersey? So I asked him if it was okay, obviously, if I could ask. And yeah. he was like, yeah, of course. And his answer was so funny. He was like, that was a weird time. I like to build houses, but I think I like doing this better. He was so sweet and nice, but it was just like, I could have asked so many more things about it. And I'm like, was Teresa ever there? Like, what right. was Kathy like? Did you ever meet Rosie? Like, I right. so like, many not, questions. Not shocking that doing like a sold out tour is a little more glamorous than doing like Italian rustic kitchens in like McMansions of New Jersey. (laughs) Some marble countertops and a little Chianti decoration in the background. Oh my God. That that like, that like 
brownish, orangey, like tile everywhere. Perfect. Like literally the Judice's <laughs> old house. Like that is the vibe I picture forever. There was a tweet that went viral recently that was a picture of a bunch of those kitchens. And it was like everyone, like the government should give everyone who still has a kitchen like this, like $5,000 to <laughs> renovate it. Literally. And, but don't hire Joe Gorga because <laughs> it will be off center. Oh <laughs> Uh, you you bravely declared that you're Team Teresa at the end of last season. I did bravely declare that. How are you? How are you feeling about this now that filming is happening again? Teresa I, and Melissa are both back. I'm like ready for it. Like, I think unlike Rachel, I think they both need to be there. They both have their spot on the show. Sure, we could like expand a bit. Like I don't think we need to go back into sprinkle cookies into how Melissa got on the show, whether it was through a Teresa or not. Like I think we're good on the last 11 years of that. But um, I think that it's time for them to just like either figure it out and be like, we're done. We're filming together. It's fine. Or like it's two separate sides of the show and the magicians at Bravo need to figure it out. (laughs) Like we can just like stitch that together. (laughs) Exactly. Because it is getting good. Like this last season was pretty good. I think I I mean I talked about this all season but I think finally this past season they cast new people that actually worked 100%. and all of a sudden it's like okay this is fun again like It's fun again and it's like it's classic Jersey housewife people you would think have been there from the beginning yeah. so I'm all for it. I yeah. love Danielle. I love Rachel. I love Jen Fessler. I'm like obsessed with them. I saw they were, um, I think they were at Jen Fessler's birthday party. Yes, I saw co- that. Within the last couple of days. And I was like, thank God. Like we know Jen is back. Everybody's Huge. filming. Everybody's having a good time. Everyone's having a good time. And we can't wait to be part of it. I know. Jen, Jen Fessler is like such a, such a just like She's delight. Something. <laughs> she is a delight and she is an open book. I know. And I, I think, like having on a show like that where it gets so polarized, it's like having one or two people that can just kind of like Lighten cut it through up. the bullshit a little yeah. bit and just like like her mom and her twin. Ca- like we Ma- need Mazzie that. And <laughs> Cassie. We need that comedy element. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, no. I'm so good. I'm like cautiously optimistic for Jersey. Me too. I think you know why not? Why not? I don't think we need a recast. Yeah. I think, no, I think that Roni this season has been interesting from like a, you know, intellectual point of this recasting idea that it's like, I don't actually think any other show really would, would benefit from that. I I agree. Like, I don't think it could work. I mean, they did it so well and I'm definitely down to talk about it, but I think that like maybe in another big city like Beverly Hills, you could have another subset of housewives yeah that could work just like the new set of new york housewives are working but like we still need so much from beverly hills like i can't get rid of them yet but like the new york housewives like we we ran its course a little bit yeah i think the reboot question is kind of separate from the legacy question because obviously like the new show is doing well and it's fun but like the legacy idea that they had like didn't work out right. properly the way they wanted it to. Except we are getting girls trip. Thank exactly. Goodness. And so it's like they kind of, I feel like they sort of like made lemons out of or le- le- lemonade. <laughs> like, yeah, they made lemonade <laughs> out of what was left of the Roni legacy situation. They made lemonade in Crappy Lake with Sonia <laughs> and Luann. Like I cackle. 
yeah. watching that show. Like they are pure comedy. We needed them on our TV, but we didn't need to see their lives on the Upper East Side anymore. Yeah. And I think that'll be that's the big question going into this girls trip. Everybody's excited to see them, you know, in St. Bart's having a good time. But then it's like, is there is there more after that? Yeah. Or are we I feel just like, like that's like it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We're we're. It's, wiping that off. It's we- yeah, it's weird to think of like maybe there's no place for Dorinda and Sonia and all of them, but like, what is the what's the place? What is the place? I know, and it's like they can be on Stars on Mars next year. Uh, yeah, they a hundred percent could, and it will be absolutely hilarious. But um, yeah, I think that the a place for them has to be some sort of quick spin off like crappy Lake where it's like you just get their energy and it is what it is. Like maybe a like guest appearance on watch what happens once in a while where they comment on what's going on in Bravo. Like we can still keep them in the mix, but centered around their life. I don't know if we need it. Yeah. I think also there was something, it, it felt like there was something about New York that was different than like the women on Beverly Hills, whether you like them all or not, it doesn't feel like they've really lost touch with, kind of the totally what people want now and I think I mean maybe like Erica kind of went through that a little bit when it seemed like she was being insensitive with the victims and stuff like that but like Kyle and you know Garcelle and Sutton and all of them it's like they're they're still making the show that people want like it it might not always be like perfect but right and they still give us like for each city you know you there's a certain thing that you want yeah. and they give us what we want. We want to see them shopping and spending all that money and having fancy dinner parties and having celebrities like that. The other seasons, I mean, franchises couldn't get because they're like this other level of fame. Right, like, like Melissa Etheridge isn't dropping by anybody's <laughs> house in Salt Lake City. Not quite. <laughs> or like Jamie Lee yeah, Curtis. Well, yeah. Wind chimes for life. But <laughs> I, I think that they are still serving it up for us. And I don't know if New York was, which is why we are where we are. Right. Like that. thinking back to that last season of New York, it's like that was not it wasn't like fun, really. On that any was tough. Level. That Shabbat dinner. That was tough. <laughs> right. Like going when you actually put yourself back in that, be you know, when you're at the Hamptons and, you know, people are screaming and it's just like miserable. It's like, OK, just can't turn into it was this. just like uncomfy. Yeah. And we were done. Right. Like. There are other shows where it's like they might have like boring episodes or something, but I'm not like mad about. Right. I'm not like, ugh, I have to watch this. (laughs) Like it's homework, which some shows do end up feeling like that. But we got to stay in the loop. I know. (laughs) No, it truly it truly is like some of these shows. It's like, yeah, well, well, here I made it this far. (laughs) Literally. But hopefully our latest like era of shows is not feeling like that. Like I think we're in a good place. Me too. Actually. We have Salt Lake soon. Yeah. We have Southern Charm soon. Yeah. Southern Charm, I feel like is kind of like it has some momentum. It has and some heat. That trailer was <laughs> fire. I know they always trick us with the trailer because they do start off kind of slow, but I'm ready. I really liked last season of Southern Charm. Yeah, me too. I think it was one of those things where obviously for the first, you know, five, five, six, I don't know, seasons. Yeah. Like there was such a like a story arc with Catherine and Thomas and totally Trep and like kind of this original group. And I think it took them a couple of years to kind of figure it out. But I'm like, I'm I'm interested. I'm I like I don't know. Like I, I like Taylor, I guess. Like I don't know. I think they're fun. Like I think it's like refreshing and it has like that oomph of like Summer House and Vanderpump where like they're not housewives yeah and they're not like 
here's what I do on my daily basis. And like, do, 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 come watch me with my family. Like, it's fun. They have like dumb things to go to, like the dog wedding. <laughs> and like, it's just, they're funny. Like they're naturally funny people. Like there are some people like yeah. the James Kennedys of the world who just aren't trying to be funny and they just make you laugh. And Southern Charm has a lot of those. So it's very yeah. enjoyable. And I think they've done a good job of kind of retooling the group to a point where it feels like a normal group of people yes. to be hanging out together. Right. Because sometimes <laughs> when you go through that phase where some of the original people have left or are kind of on their way out totally. and you're trying to kind of figure out how to capture the energy with new people. I mean, Vanderpump definitely went through that a couple of years ago when yeah. they were like, we'll bring in a whole new crop of servers. And right. it's like, that's, that's not <laughs> what this <Flop>. is anymore. <laughs> and like, you know, summer house casting is tricky. Yeah. I mean, casting on every show is tricky, but like with Southern charm, it's like, no, these people really need to feel like they would hang out at the same lake house outside of Charleston. Absolutely. And I think they do a good job at that. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, they're all like messy enough. Yes. That's <laughs> more of what we need. <laughs> Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day. And it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. I want to talk about Roni just yes. like a little bit more. So Please. the last couple episodes, there's been this um, you know, tension between Aaron and Jessel and so kind of good. What is your what is your take on that? And do you are you gravitating toward one perspective more than another? That's interesting because I haven't decided if I'm team either yet, because I still feel like I need to like see them a little bit more developing. But the Tribeca banter mm -hmm. was literally like we that is what we needed in this new le like non legacy reboot having them 
like digging at each other so passively about yeah. Tribeca's a neighborhood was just perfect. <laughs> like it was perfect television. I'm so glad Bravo released it early. It was just like genius. I think that like Jessel is not a villain, but she has villain delivery. <laughs> and like she is coming across like she's a villain, but what she's saying isn't actually that mean. Right. And Aaron, I'm like still trying to figure her out. I am obsessed with her fashion. Mm -hmm. I think she looks so good. Like I'm glad we have graduated from like Giovanni and Ramona's macrame. Mm -hmm. um, and I just think that like they are just trying to feel out what it's like to fight on the show and not be like too extreme where they're not invited to things. Yeah. But um, they're giving us enough so far. Right. And I think they're starting with Jessel. I think you're right that it's like the things she's saying are like sort of like they're like off putting. I, I, okay. Th this just popped into my head and I hate that I'm saying it, but they're, they're casually cruel. <laughs> they are casually cruel. Honest. I love that. But it's like she's saying things that are like not unforgivable no. or like so awful but it's like she just is making these little comments that it's like you know that that comes across a certain way when you say it right like there's right. no way like to even her husband said that to right. her like you kind of do come across like a bitch a little bit and she was like what the fact like, that what? that was on like the fourth episode of the show and he was like oh yeah you did the thing you always do it's like <laughs> it's like okay at least we're being real love that part <laughs> yeah so i think they're getting to the point now where these women feel like they are becoming friends with each other totally and so they're starting to see this behavior or this you know way of acting and are kind of like okay if we're like all becoming friends I don't know that's not something I necessarily want to feel for my friend right and so you kind of it makes sense that the further you get into this show you start to figure out like who you actually vibe with versus just like, yeah, it's so fun. We're all yeah, it's so fun. Out. We're here at a nice apartment. <laughs> yeah. Like I agree. Like I think Aaron was kind of having a moment like that when she got like her feelings kind of hurt about Jessel's handling of her memorial before Bryn's Friendsgiving. Like, like that was, that must've been so sad. I hope it was okay. Hope it went <gasps> well. <laughs> like, and like, I get that that was again, her villain-esque delivery, mm -hmm. but like in the grand scheme of things, it really wasn't that mean what she said. Right. But Aaron was like, wait, are you my friend? And should you have been a little nicer about that? Because yeah. it was a bad day. Yeah. And I think with, with housewives or any reality TV friendship, it's like, it probably is really hard, I would imagine, to actually ha keep like tabs on like, okay, so if somebody said that to me that was like my friend in real life, I would kind of be like, what was that? Yes. But like, I know that we're on TV and so there's like a producer encouraging you to bring stuff up. Like it's, there is that layer of like, okay, I know this isn't the same as like a normal friend conversation right. I would like be I know I am not just talking to my childhood best friend but like I feel like she could have been a little nicer about that but I don't know something about their whole conversation in that coffee shop was just like it was really was pretty, really good <laughs> I think that show that gave us something that we hadn't gotten yet from this yes. new season yes and it was like okay good Keep that in mind. Keep it in the playbook. Yes. Put them together. Make them meet in Tribeca yeah. and have one of them comment on it. But like even the whole thing about um, Jessel not going back to work and not telling Aaron that. Aaron's like, you're my friend. You should have told me you went back to work. Like, obviously, I'm happy for you. But Jessel's like, you're not supporting women. And, and I was like, like, oh, 
You've like, watched Legacy. If I you see. supported women, you would be happy that I'm back at work. Yeah, it was that was so good. I think all, another situation that kind of gave me a similar vibe of just like figuring out how these things work is Jenna skipping Dressel's event because she was with her son 100%. and decorating the Christmas tree, which so is so sweet, important, you know, important. a family tradition in matching jumpsuits. <laughs> <laughs> but if you tell the other women that you have an event that night or something and then they're all together without you because they're on the TV show and they're like trying to loop in the whole group, they're going to FaceTime you and be like, what's up? What's up? And here you are at home with your chef just for you three. But I am like a huge Jenna Lines yeah. fan. Like I've been obsessed with her forever. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm like a Jenna apologist, I think so far. And I think that when she said that, I was like, oh, I'm sure she has some fabulous events. She's Jenna Lyons. Right. And I think that's probably how they were all feeling too. So that's why like the Christmas tree was a bit of a letdown. But I feel like it's very like Jenna to be like, oh, it's an event. Like it's on my calendar. Yeah. It's an event. And I think there you can tell that the other women in the group are getting a little more comfortable being real with Jenna versus yes. being like, oh, we're, we're with Jenna. We're with Jenna Science. It's pretty cool. Because it was I mean, I think we all kind of like got that the first couple totally. of things. I mean, obviously, they had not spent that much time together before right. the season started. But it's like, now yeah, like, like, all right, we can hang out. We're friends. She's here hanging out with us. Let's take some digs and let's see what happens. Right. Like we're already seeing her go through her closet and be like, Obama's Kate Middleton, whatever. Like you don't need to add to the like mystique of Jenna Lyons. Yeah, we already get it. We're locked in in the full storage unit full of her backup designer clothes. Yeah, we we've got what Jana Lyons has going on. Oh my god. I like but, I do I'm really happy with her so far this season. Same. I was a little bit on the fence. I was excited about her the idea of her being yes. on Housewives, but I just felt like I was like I don't know if she's going to give. Right. And I think she's just like so cool and normal that she's just like I'm here. I might as well just like hang out and make the best of it. Like her confessionals are actually hilarious. Mm -hmm. Like I thought she was going to be a little serious. Yeah. But she's like giving it up. And I think she also because maybe she doesn't like need this or yes. crave <laughs> crave the the attention. The same. Right. Like for somebody like Aaron or, you know, there are people who this is their first taste of totally of something. The spotlight. And with Jenna, it's a little bit more like obviously she there must be strategy in her doing this. She chose to do it. But it's like, yeah. I think she can kind of see how the other women are like adjusting to being these people. Right. And kind of be like, babe, come on. <laughs> well, like when they were in the Hamptons and they all came down in those like yeah. crazy outfits and Jenna was like, okay. She's like, we kind of wear like jeans and a sweater to dinner it's here. It's <laughs> really all right, girls. <laughs> but like, that like, I think that shows in like the level of extra-ness they're putting into it. Jenna's just like, I'm just here to hang out and she still looks fabulous. Yeah. Jenna is kind of giving me Carol Radziwill like a little bit just yeah. in, the, in terms of like the attitude and being totally. like a little not like above it in the sense of it's like not wanting entitled. to be there, yeah, yeah, yeah. but like just kind of like she gets she like gets this world a little more than maybe some of the other people and it's like it's just not that serious yeah. like <laughs> think of some of the moments where carol will be like oh ramona literally like i'll never forget her face during the clip situation like yeah. it was, she was just like what are we doing here we look like animals like I you guys know, look silly but um, yeah, I think that is a good comparison in terms of like vibe with the show. Yeah. Carol's living her best life right now. Seeing Bethany like 
literally and of course bethany had to mention carol on the podcast oh today. my god that part was so it was so like oh re- like why why are we talking about carol and tinsley crazy they didn't know tinsley is like living in a castle somewhere uh, she needs to be on one of these I know. shows i feel like she'd be good i was really i was really hoping that she would be in the legacy mix yeah and i i don't know if she just didn't want it or it wasn't the vibe they were going for but eventually she'll probably be like okay i could use some time on the screen let's do i know <laughs> she yeah she's somebody who it's like i don't think she's thirsty in the way that we think of housewives being thirsty totally. but obviously she she wouldn't have been in the public eye for this long if right. she really didn't want to be and she like was a socialite like she loved yeah. being at runway shows and all of that stuff she was an it girl like did you watch that i think it was a hulu documentary about the like social like the it, it girls it i don't was, remember i used to it watch like all of that stuff and just like buzz through it <laughs> i probably did watch it <laughs> it was a little weird but it was you know tinsley yeah. was like a big focus and i think for some people it's like oh yeah like she was like a thing she was way a before huge housewives thing. yeah yeah and i think that that will always be in her she'll need a little taste of that at some maybe, point uh, maybe she'll be on season three of stars on Mars. yes that would be <laughs> she would be out first a hundred percent Tom Sandoval's about to go on that special ops show. I know. That looks intense. Someone told me that I should watch that. I was like, it looks a little less fun. The first season, Kenya was on. Oh, yeah. And then Hannah Brown won, I think. Wow. She So she's won two reality shows. She's won that and Dancing with the Stars. Oh, she did win Dancing with the Stars. That's crazy. I mean, te- her. Technically, she like won... She, I guess she, she was did the bachelorette. Win, if you think about it that way, <laughs> I was, I forgot about Dancing with the Stars. I was like, did she win the Bachelor? She won the Bachelor. She became the Bachelorette. But oh. yeah, that's good. <laughs> Maybe she'll be on Housewives someday. That would be okay. Do we think that there are other like reality show people, even in the Bravo world, that could graduate? To housewife. Like, I know people always talk about Lindsay Hubbard being on New York. The other one that was when Lala was still with Randall, I feel like people talked about her kind of like leveling up. To Beverly Hills. Yeah, I I think. I don't don't know. I think. I think the thing with Housewives casting specifically is that it's so much about the vibe of the group. And so there are people who I think are, you know, fabulous or messy or drama or whatever that. I think just probably like wouldn't quite click. I mean, totally thinking back to like Denise Richards joining Beverly yes. Hills, there were parts of it that were really fun and kind of gave us what we want. But then like at the end of the day, that was not really truly successful casting. No. And it, and you could tell it was like not the perfect piece to the puzzle. Like it yeah. felt disconnected. Right. Whereas like Lisa Rinna was somebody who, I imagine at one point was like, oh, wouldn't Lisa be good on Housewives? And then she put him on and she was great for like seven years. She was great. Yeah. And yeah, I think that there are some people where that like, I don't think Lala would have fit. Maybe though, if Lala ever moved back to Utah, we could have her on Salt Lake. That would actually, I feel like Lala's energy would be a better fit for Salt Lake than it would be for Beverly Hills. I agree. I think she would fare quite well with our snowflake ladies. Snowflake ladies, God! I'm excited for Salt Lake to come. So back. excited! I, that, we the, need Lisa Barlow on our screens immediately, and Mary's coming back. So Mary's coming back. We're ready. Bo- what is it? B- bobblehead. 
she calls it Whitney. <laughs> yeah, little girl. <laughs> oh my god. Well, I'm excited for that, and I'm so excited that you finally came here today. Me too. Tell everyone where they can follow you. Yeah, on Instagram, I'm at Abby Bonities, and on TikTok, I am at Abs Bon A B B Z B O N. You're there with your little whiteboard. I'm there doing with my whiteboard. I'm chatting about reality TV. I'm talking about Rachel on Bethany and all the things. And maybe you'll even see Dylan and I at some events together. Amazing. Well, thank you, Abby. And thank you everyone for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches. And until next time, be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Dylan Hafer, Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Picot, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales-Picot. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Dylan Hafer and Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Batches.